This is Back of House News Podcast, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. It's Thursday, May 26th. I'm Claudia Sarek. Self-declared foodie? Curious about what makes some restaurants have staying power over others? Are you wondering what type of person it takes to make your favorite spot thrive day in and day out? If so, check out the So You Want to Run a Restaurant podcast to hear interviews with the best restaurant innovators in the industry. We tell the stories of how they built their restaurants and what they're seeing coming next. Listen to So You Want to Run a Restaurant wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we're discussing the benefits of trimming down a restaurant menu and how to strategically go about doing it. For more details, we welcome back Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Thanks for joining us again. Hey, Claudia. Thanks for having me. So we've seen restaurants nationwide starting to tighten their menus in the wake of rising costs. Can you talk to us a little bit more about this trend? Last year, 60% of restaurants shortened their menu size. This is according to a -hmm. food industry market research firm, Data Central, which analyzed nearly 5,000 menus. And that's a trend that we know has continued well into this year. And it's among restaurants of all sizes and for pretty obvious reasons. So for one, smaller menus can enhance inventory control. They can also lower food waste. And it's just simply easier to execute by back-of-house teams that we now know are often thinly stretched. And then on top of that, it makes it easier to keep track of your pricing and potentially negotiate with suppliers since you're working with less ingredients. And then you'll need to increase the ingredients for the dishes that do remain on the menu. That makes sense. I know just dining out as a consumer, often the quality of food is better when the menu's a little bit smaller as well. So I imagine it's not always easy for operators and chefs to eliminate dishes from their menu. So given that, what's the best place to start here? It's going to sound pretty obvious, but you really do want to start by looking at the profitability of each dish. And to do this, you kind of need to identify how often you're selling that dish per day and then compare it with its respective food costs. So the advice is to basically get an average across a couple of weeks, and then it will become easy to see which dishes you should lean into and which you should definitely cut. What about the dishes that fall somewhere in the middle? So maybe they're super popular, but not as profitable or vice versa, have higher margins, but aren't big sellers, that kind of thing. Right. So with those dishes, it is a little less clear on what you should do, which is why you need to consider some other surrounding factors. For example, maybe a dish isn't earning you that much profit, but perhaps it's playing a central role in drawing in a lot of your customers. If it's something that's gotten a lot of press or a lot of recent buzz, then that's a factor you should weigh alongside just the profitability. And then on the flip side, you know, there's always those dishes that are really close to the chef's heart. They just can't bring themselves to take it off the menu, but it's not all that profitable. And in this case, you might want to consider looking at other places on the menu where you can make up for that lack of profit. I spoke with Sergio Hernandez. He's the director of culinary business development for recipe software company Mies. And one of his suggestions was to really lean into seasonal vegetables and just dial in your techniques so that you can create a few vegetable dishes that actually gain a cult following. And it's here where you can kind of make up for some of those profits. Yeah. There are definitely restaurants where I order the same vegetable dish every single time I go. Like if there's any kind of skillet Brussels sprouts on the menu, I'm, I'm all over it. So 
Any other strategies for making menu cuts? Across the board, you do want to take a look at where you're cross-utilizing ingredients. So if you're purchasing a ton of ingredients for just one or two dishes, you naturally increase your risk for food waste, and that's essentially throwing money down the drain. So they might be dishes you want to cut. You also want to plan with the season and also with the market. So ask your vendors for market reports and do your best to kind of be flexible and adjust your menu accordingly. And then finally, you may want to look to recipe management software. We know that menu analysis is both complex and time consuming. So often these platform subscriptions really are a wise investment. They can range anywhere from 15 to $100 a month. But what they do is they take the guesswork out of menu cuts Mm -hmm. by pitting your real-time food costs against your POS sales data. And this makes it easy to view the exact profit on each dish, even as we see food costs continuously fluctuate, especially now given all the supply chain issues and other factors that are influencing the market. And then those same platforms, they also have a variety of other features. For instance, you can often modify recipes and see how changes to ingredients or portion sizes also affect your projected profit. It's just another way technology is helping the industry by either increasing accuracy or efficiency. So all great tips. Thank you again, Grace. Thanks, Claudia. Happy to be here. That's all for this week, folks. Bye-bye.